Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. Welcome back, everyone. I am thrilled to be here again today because today's topic is just something that I am so incredibly passionate about. So I want you guys to put your seatbelts on and really, really dial in and tune into what I'm about to share with you because this has to do with your thyroid and a lot of the frustrations that come with either getting diagnosed with hypothyroidism or even getting the right labs done. Do you have Hashimoto's? Are you getting tested with that? And then on top of that, I'm going to take it much, much deeper today too and talk a little bit about some root cause things that can uh, lead into hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's. And it, it's not going to be some of the things that you th that you think they are um, <clears throat> because it's such, there's so many layers to it. And it's really, really important to understand these things. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to share some things to on why you're not getting the help that you need from the pathological uh, field, from the doctors, your regular doctors. And I have so many people that come to me and they're like, how do I get my doctor to order the labs that I need, the labs that you're talking about, Lizzie? I want my doctor to pull the, the labs that you're saying that I should take a look at. And I'm going to dive into that and why some of that is so, it's why it's so difficult to just get the testing done sometimes. And we're going to dive into that. But before I do that, um, if you are someone that is looking for a more functional, holistic approach with your health, I want to help you. If you are stuck on this hamster wheel and you're like, I'm being told I'm fine Doctors say my ranges are fine, my thyroid's fine, everything's looking good, but like your symptoms and your body is telling you, no, there's something wrong. Let me tell you something. Your body doesn't lie. Your body's symptoms are, your, are those symptoms are speaking to you and they're there for a reason and you can't just ignore them. Like if there is a, a symptom or something that doesn't feel right, don't ignore it. Now, it doesn't always mean that it is something vastly serious, but it does mean that it's it, your body's trying to tell you, like, you need to pay attention to me, and there's something off, there's an imbalance, and sometimes it's as simple as a vitamin and mineral uh, deficiency or an imbalance in certain things that you need to know in order to give your body what it needs. And you need to work with the right person that will do that for you. And unfortunately, I'm sorry to tell you this, but unfortunately, you're most of the time not going to get this in the medical field because in the medical field, they are taught to look at the labs in terms of diagnosing. They want to be able to diagnose you so they can help you. And what I mean by that is their way of helping you is saying, hey, you are diagnosed with hypothyroidism. Here's a medication for you. But we're going to go back to that and say, hey, listen, 
just getting diagnosed with hypothyroidism and getting giving the pill to go on medication isn't going to fix the problem. Now, it will help, most likely will help get your levels to where they're more stable and maybe even within range of where you want to see them, but it's not going to fix the ultimate problem. And that is what I do. That is what I do when I work with my clients and I and and we look much, much deeper. I mean, I, I just put a post out the other day. I was talking about here are things that you need to consider. And so you're gonna need to consider a much more in-depth approach other than just a basic panel and then say, here, take this pill. There is no help when it comes to the nutrition aspect of things, the vitamin and mineral aspect of things. Do you need to work on your gut? Are there other things going on with your hormones? Do you have high parasite levels, heavy metals, high candida? Are, are those things off? Because let me tell you something, those are things that can be off that are actually contributing to your symptoms and why your body is feeling the way that it is. And it's until you get to the root of those things, you're going to be on this hamster wheel. So why am I sharing that? Because that's what I do. When I work with someone, it's no joke. Like I'm going to work with you and do in-depth testing and then we're in some scans and stuff. So we can know like where your body is at and how I need to help you, but we don't stop there. I'm not going to just say, Hey, this is what's wrong. And here's what you should do. No, I'm going to work with you for a period of time and help you and guide you and coach you and mentor you to a place where you then feel self-sufficient and you're like, I get it now. I know and I understand how to fuel and nourish my body in a sustainable, healthy manner that helps my body heal but also feel good and amazing. And these are lifelong results that you're looking at. So if that is something that sounds like, heck, I want to do that. That's how I want to feel. And I want that kind of help. And you're willing to put that time and effort and in investing yourself to do that. Please reach out to me. You can find my calendar in my show notes and grab that calendar link, book a consultation with me. That's where we start. We get a deep dive health history with uh, a consultation. And then we move forward and see like, what is the what are the next best, best steps for you? So I want to invite you in on that right away, because that is something that um, is really, really important. So anyway, we're going to uh, dive into today's show now. We're talking about hypothyroidism and what more do we need to consider and what, what do we need to look at when it comes to your thyroid and beyond the diagnosis? And why is it that so many women are having thyroid issues, yet they're going either undiagnosed, under or over medicated or not medicated at all? Now, there are some people that are like, I would rather get to the root of the problem here without medication, if possible. I'm going to be straight up with you. Some people, they actually need, in order to live and function, they actually need to start out with some medication to get the levels where they need to be 
so that you can actually function to do the things you know you need to do or that you're going to learn that you need to do in order to help your body heal. I'll give you an example. When I got diagnosed with hypothyroidism, I was subclinical. I'll give you an idea of what that means. Your TSH levels, your thyroid stimulating hormone, which is actually the hormone that a lot of is the one marker that a lot of doctors will only go off of and they say like nothing else matters, which is false. Everything else matters because the body works as an entire system. It doesn't work as one thing. Now, can these uh, ranges fluctuate? Absolutely. However, your TSH number really matters from an overall perspective. When I got diagnosed with my hypothyroidism, my TSH number was at a 22. And you really don't want to see that number any higher than a two if possible. Okay. So I was at a 22, which was considered subclinical. And I needed to get those numbers down super, super fast because it was not good. So I was actually working with a naturopath and she was kind of like, I didn't even know how you're functioning, Lizzie. Like, how are you even standing here in her office? I really do contribute that to the lifestyle that I had. Like I was already, you know, eating good nutrition. I was moving my body and I was, you know, making, this was nine months postpartum for me. So I had a newborn and we all know how that goes. If you've ever had a newborn, we know that sleep is a very delicate thing at that point in time, but I was making sleep a priority. I was like, if you sleep, I sleep. I don't care if I have to go to bed at 7.30 PM. If I have to go to bed at 7.30 PM in order to get sleep, I'm going to bed at 7.30 PM. So that's what I was already doing. So I believe that because I was doing that, I was, that's why I was able to function, even though my levels of, for my TSH were just like through the roof. So I ended up going on medication for a period of time and got those numbers down very, very quickly. Um, sometimes I, I did really well on the medication and it, and it worked really awesome. And then other times, like I just didn't do well on it. Like I could feel that I wasn't doing well on it. So at the moment where I'm at, I am not on medication, but I actually take a natural thyroid glandular and I'm monitoring that to see how well do I do just being on the glandular and then also um, focusing on my other vitamins and minerals and making sure I'm checking in on my hormones and all of that stuff. So I monitor it to see, is this enough? And so far, like, I don't have an issue with my weight. I don't have an issue with energy. I don't have an issue with those types of things. So I was having a conversation with a, a peer of mine the other day. And I was like, hey, by the way, um, if you were to look at my thyroid panels, you'd probably be like, oh, you should be on medication. But I said, I don't have any of the thyroid issues that most people do. And like, I'm okay. And she's like, well, if you don't, if you're not having any kind of weight issues or not having any cycle, my cycle is like on sync every single month. I don't, and so I'm not having those thyroid issues. So one thing to remember is that you can function, everybody's body is so different. And so where you, where you function the best with where your numbers are at could be different than someone else. So it's very, very important to understand that. So if I were to look at my thyroid levels and go, oh yeah, like, 
this person, I, I could go, if a doctor were to look at it, they'd be like, you need medication. Like you need to be on that. But I know where, where my levels are at and I'm able to monitor it myself based on my symptoms and how I'm doing. And I'm going, I really don't need it. And I also know how I feel when I take the medication and I'm like, I don't feel well. So that's really, really important to understand and remember. Now, is there ever going to be a time where I may go, oh, hey, like I, depending on where my numbers are at and how I'm feeling, is there ever a time that I might go, I may actually need to take some medication to help with this? It could be. I don't say never. I'm not opposed to taking the medication. It's such an individual approach. I have a client right now that has been on thyroid medication for years and years and years. And she's like, I just need to get off of this stuff. And I said, okay, let me help you. Let's dive deep into this. See what else is going on. I'm not promising you, can't promise you that you're going to get off of the thyroid medication. But if anything, let's see if we can lower it and then get your body to a place where maybe you can take it off. We'll see. So the options are there. Always know that the options are there and the availability is there, but it is up to you to decide, like, is that the route that you want to go? There are some people that their body simply does not function unless like they crash and burn if they miss one day of the thyroid medication, which is a really, really um, like critical issue. And it's like, hey, there's something going on with the rest of the body that hasn't been figured out yet. And that's why your body, like the body is always, you know, really relying on the medication. And if that's what you need to do, that's fine and that's your choice. But if you're like, I don't want to be debilitated if I don't take my medication, then you have to know that there are other things going on for that specific reason. Now, if you're someone that has had a thyroidectomy where you don't even have a thyroid anymore, different story. Like if you don't have a thyroid, you may just need thyroid medication for the rest of your life because you don't have a thyroid. And so you need to, to um, know that part of it. However, even if you don't have a thyroid and you're on thyroid medication, it is even more critical to manage your symptoms and manage your dosages and making sure you have a healthy, balanced lifestyle with vitamins, minerals, fruits and vegetables, proteins, and all of those things, and making sure you have a healthy gut, checking your other hormones. It's, it's critical because I've talked to people that have a thyroidectomy and they're like, well, I don't have a thyroid anymore. So like, it's almost as if like those things don't matter anymore. They actually matter more if you want to manage your weight and feel good and have energy. And then I talk to a lot of people that are on thyroid medication that don't feel better being on medication, but we got to go to our first break here. But when we come back, I'm going to talk about that more about why is it that some people can go on thyroid medication and they don't feel better. Their symptoms don't go away. It's not managed well. We're going to dive deep into that when we come back. So please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I'm Lizzie Anz, your host on the I'm Not Fine show on the Inspired Choices Network. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. 
Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to the I'm Not Fine show. I am so excited to continue to dive back into this subject because I feel like, well, actually, I don't feel. I know that this is something that so many people struggle with. So we're going to continue to dive into this because this is really, really important. So please pay attention when I'm sharing these things with you, and you may even want to write some things down. Um, The biggest thing that I want you to know is that it's very, very important that you have information and you're educated if you're going to go to your doctor to ask for these things. It's very important to to understand and know like the education piece behind it. Like, why is it that you're asking for these things? And sometimes the doctor will listen to you and sometimes they won't. And here's what I want to tell you. They are unfortunately run by the insurance company. And it's this whole cycle of medical insurance, like your medical insurance and then the medical doctors and whether or not the insurance will cover it. So the insurance companies have parameters in place where um, they want specific type, very, very specific types of symptoms in order to be able to, in order for them to pay for those labs and the services. So if you don't land within a specific symptom, they're not going to pay for it. They're like, why am I paying for this? It's not necessary. They don't have the symptoms for this. Well, guess what? Not everybody's symptoms are the same. 100% not the same because we are all have like individual bodies and genetics and makeups And so there's a lot of crossovers in symptoms, but they're only looking for a 
sort of like a one lens thing. And so if you don't have those symptoms, the doctor uh, a lot of times won't put the orders in. That's one thing because the insurance won't pay for it. But the other thing too is unfortunately, and I know this because I've talked to medical professionals that work in the field. And I know this because they've told me this. They said, we are taught to look for things in a boxed view. So they're looking at the body in the forms of sections. So like thyroid, thyroid, okay? Cortisol, cortisol. Cholesterol, cholesterol. And, and so what they're doing is putting it in different boxes. And so like, that's why like, if you have hormone issues and you're like, I need to get my hormones checked. Your regular doctor is going to be like, well, you need to just go see an endocrinologist for it because the endocrinologist is going to run, uh, hopefully run the hormones, but it's still hit or miss because they may or may not actually run it. They should, but they may not. But the problem with that is when the primary doctor refers you to the endocrinologist, you have to have a referral to go to an endocrinologist. You can't just like make an appointment, which to me is like, that's so crazy, but you have to have that referral. And sometimes it's a two to six months wait to get in with an endocrinologist. We don't have time for that people. We are, if we are sick and we have things going on, we have missed periods, we have anxiety, we have depression, we have all of these symptoms going on and we're waiting two to six months to get in with a, with a, uh, an expert, a, prof a professional, an endocrinologist, whatever the case may be, like we're only getting sicker in that time frame, And so that, that's part of the system, which is very, very unfortunate because then people are just waiting around to get in with the doctor. But the question you need to ask yourself is what am I getting from this? What is this teaching me and what am I getting from it? Like, what are they gonna do for me? I shared with you earlier, it's like, it's not enough to get a diagnosis. It's not enough. Like I had someone uh, message me yesterday and they said a year ago, their functional medicine doctor, and I'm, it kind of sucks that this comes from a functional medicine doctor, but a functional medicine doctor diagnoses per person with lots of different things. And I know, I don't know where this was. I don't know who it is, but she had a, a diagnosis for a handful of things. And I said, okay. And, and she's kind of like, I, I need help. Like I'm stuck. Like, I don't know what to do. And the first question I asked her is like, what it, what did the functional medicine doctor do for you? Like, what did they, what did they give you? What did they teach you? Like they gave you these diagnoses. What else did they give you? And she said, they gave me medication for my one diagnosis that she had and told her, eat the paleo diet. I was flabbergasted. I was like, that, that's it? That, that, that's all you have to share? Like all you have to teach your client or your patient? And that is what I mean when I say getting diagnosed isn't enough. It's nice to know what's going on and it's good to have a diagnosis if there is something that you you know you need to be diagnosed with, whether it's hypertension, diabetes, high cholesterol, like all of those things. It's good to know those things, but only knowing those things isn't enough. You need to learn 
and know and understand what can I do about this? And unfortunately, that's not what you're going to get from a doctor other than taking a medication. Now they may see, they may say like, eat a healthier diet, go drink some water, do some walking and lose weight. That's kind of the generic thing. It's, it's, I don't even really want know what to say about that because it's so generic. And so that's where I find that so many people get lost because you get the diagnosis, but you don't know what to do after that. And then once you go down TikTok and Instagram and Google, you're down a rabbit hole of confusion. It's, it's chaos out there. And that is why it is so important to work with someone on a one-on-one or a small group setting basis that will take things and look at your personal symptoms and look at your personal uh, lab results and your scans, whatever it is that gets done and go, okay, here's where we need to start. This is where we need to start based on your results. And we take a whole body approach and not boxes at a time. Like we have to look at the entire system because our body's an entire system. It doesn't come in sections. It comes as a whole computer system. So like when you're, when you're, uh, let, let's just talk about this in terms of a, of a computer. If your laptop, if your, if your keyboard stops working or is it like malfunctioning, there's things that you can't do with that computer because your keyboard's not functioning. So you're going to have to go get the, the keyboard fixed, but there's other things that are not going to be firing as well. So you can't just like, it's like changing the oil in the, in the car. Well, you change the oil in the car so that the entire system can keep running and be a well-oiled machine. But if your brakes go out, you're not going to just change one of your brakes. You're going to take the whole brake system and change all of them, right? So because that, if you don't, it's going to start affecting the rest of the system, how you're driving, all of those things. So that's how you, what you want to think about when you think about your health. Like it's an entire system and you need to know what to do with the soil. What do I mean by the soil? The soil is your foundation. What are you feeding it? How well nourished is the soil? Are you vitamin and mineral deficient? Do you need to heal your gut? Do you have high inflammation? What are you feeding the soil on a daily basis? Are you feeding it good protein, fruits and vegetables and fiber and complex carbs? Or are you feeding it sugar, highly processed foods, lots of fried foods, fast foods? What are you feeding the soil? You've got to ask yourself that question. The first place that you want to start is look at how you are feeding that soil. I don't care what's going on with your health. I don't care if you have hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's, diabetes, high cholesterol, whatever it is, the first thing that you need to do is look at the soil. What are you feeding it? How are you taking care of it on a day-to-day basis? There's no shortcuts. There is no, I'm going to half-ass this and go 50% of the time I'm going to feed the soil well 
And then 50% of the time I'm going to feed it crap. There, there is none of that because that 50% of feeding it crap is going to affect your health more than the 50% of eating, feeding it good things is going to benefit. Now that's a plus. Like you'd rather do a 50, 50 than none. And I'm not saying don't ever have a little bit of the crap. Trust me. You all want the cookie. Sometimes we all want the French fries. Sometimes that's fine. You just got to know what your limits are and how much and how often. So that is part of the missing piece in the medical system is that there's so much control overhead with, I, I call it like medical system failure. So it's like you're paying oodles of money for your insurance. But the question you got to ask yourself is, what is that insurance actually giving me? And insurance doesn't like people like me. So when people come to me and they ask me, Does, do you take insurance? I'm like, no. And the reason for that is because they don't like people like me. Because we get people well. We help people heal. We help people get off medication. We help people learn how to take care of their body and feel, you know, like a human being again. There's no insurance that wants to cover that. Because it doesn't insurance... Healthy people do not make insurance and doctors money. You know what I tell my clients? I tell them, listen, my job is not to keep you here forever. My job is to get you to a place where your body feels amazing. You feel educated. You feel self-sufficient. And you're like, I got this, Lizzie. I'm good. I'm ready to go. And I'm like, great, you've graduated. Let's go. That's where I what my job is to get you there because I don't want to work with you forever. You don't want to work with me forever. That gets boring. So that is part of the, the, the reason why you got to ask yourself, what is my insurance actually giving me? And real quick, we got to go to break here, but I'm going to tell you something right when we get back. I'm going to tell you something that I did. This is not an ad or anything, but I, I feel like someone needs to hear this. So when we come back, I'm going to share with you guys how I deal with that and how what I do. And it saved me hundreds of dollars and way more freedom in what I can do and what kind of doctors I can see because of this. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, you guys. I'm Lizzie Enns, your host on the I'm Not Fine Show. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. 
Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, you guys. I'm going to jump right back into this because uh, I kind of left you with a cliffhanger here. So the reason I'm sharing this with you is I want you to question these types of things. If the system's not working, what do you need to do differently? The epitome of insanity is getting on, getting up and doing the same thing every single day, expecting different results. That's insanity. So you got to you gotta look at the system and go, and this is true for so many things, but you got to look at the system and go, what do I need to do differently? And how can I get control over this? Here's what I did. A few years ago, um, I actually, I had back surgery back in 2017. And I did have regular medical insurance at the time. Thank God I did. Um, it was back when Obamacare was in. And it was actually affordable. Like I had a plan that was affordable. And I still believe that God placed that one plan in front of me where I literally pay like $250 a month for this plan. And with a very, very low out of pocket. And every time I would take that plan, I would take my insurance to a doctor's office or whatever. They'd be like, where did you find this? Like, this is insane. And it was such a good plan that, um, and then it ended up like covering like my entire surgery and everything that was like an $80,000 surgery. So anyway, I still believe that God like literally created that plan and was like, here you go. Cause I was like dead ass broke at the time and I couldn't afford anything more than that. So that saved me during that time. Well, right at when that taint, when that term came up, um, the next season, of healthcare, when I had to re-sign up, it was gone. And I had to more than double my my insurance plan and my premium and my out-of-pocket max was like insanely high. Like it was just crazy. And I started looking at this like, okay, other than my my surgery that I ended up having, like I'm a relatively healthy person. Like what am I paying for here? And I started to question the the system and the narrative of like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Why I'm spending all of this money on a monthly basis. And I can't even go see a doctor, doctors that I want. I had to, to go to the doctors that were in that system. And it was so annoying. I was like, I'm, I was fighting the system because I couldn't, I, I didn't have any freedom with it. Then I looked at the amount of money I was spending on it. And I was like, doesn't really get me anything. So with that being said, I ended up switching. I got rid of all of that. Um, and I ended up switching and I went with a company called Christian Healthcare Ministries. And the reason I did that is, so here's the thing, Christian Healthcare Ministries, now there's different different uh, companies out there, but with, with CHM, that's short for them, um, I was able to pay way, way, way less on my monthly premium that I have now, they've gone up over the years, but that's just normal because inflation happens. Um, and I, and it doesn't necessarily cover for like, if you go, just go to like a regular doctor's visit, if it's normally like what, 30 bucks to go see a doctor, 
Um, it doesn't cover that. And that's fine with me. And here's why. Because I did the math and I looked at how much I was paying for my health insurance premium, how much my copay was, how much I was paying outside of pocket, out of pocket to meet my quota until everything's covered, which was thousands of dollars. And then how much I still had to pay to see the doctor, which wasn't even the doctor that I wanted to see. And I was like, this is a no brainer because here's what, here's what happened with CHM. CHM, I pay a monthly premium and it covered for me, like it covered my entire pregnancy when I was pregnant other than like, um, I think it was like $1,500 total. And then they covered everything else. And um, I don't have an out-of-pocket max that I have to meet. So what it is, is it doesn't necessarily cover me going to a regular doctor, but it covers for catastrophic things like unlimited and it covers if there's something that happens. So like my kiddo, uh, he's on it as well. And one time he had an incident happen where we had to go to urgent care and there were stitches involved and it was all these things. Well, all I had to pay out of pocket for that was 500 bucks because I had to meet that quota. And then they covered all of the rest. So when I looked at the math for all of that, I was saving thousands of dollars each year. And so what I did is I said, okay, I'm going to, instead of relying on the insurance to tell me what doctors I can go to, um, I decided I would pay for CHM and then just have a savings bucket for a health insurance or for, for healthcare. And I save my own money to put into my, my healthcare bucket over here. And that's what I use to go see my doctors when I need to go see a doctor. And in the end, I get I I took control of it and I get to control where my money is going versus spending thousands of dollars on insurance that I don't have much control over who I can see. And there's a out-of-pocket max and all of these things. So anyway, I don't know why I needed to share that today, but it needed to be said because because that's the epitome of saying this system's not working and it's insane and insanity and I need to take control of it. I have way more freedom and way more control over this one over here. Someone needed to hear that. If you ever have any questions and you need to email me about it um, or send me a message on Instagram, like totally happy to answer questions on it. We're going to get back to the thyroid. Why is the thyroid, why are uh, so many people told that their thyroid levels are fine when they are not. Let me just give you a couple examples. So let's say you go to a doctor and they're like, oh, hey, your TSH numbers are within range. You're fine. You're normal. Your thyroid is fine. Um, the difference between a pathological range and a functional range is insane. So you could go to a doctor and their range for pathological ranges for your TSH number is 0.3 to 5.7. And that's a really, really big range. And the way that they came up with these ranges was they did testing on Caucasian males 25 years old when they did this study of where they want the ranges to be. Caucasian males 25 years old. How many uh, of you are Caucasian males at 25 years old? Probably not very many. So with that being said, when you when we talk about optimal ranges and functional ranges and pathological ranges, 
every time someone's like, oh yeah, my doctor's at like my thyroid's fine. Everything's normal and within range. I'm like, show me the labs first. And then I will tell you whether or not it's fine based on your symptoms and based on what, what I'm hearing. A functional range is more or less 1.0 to 2.0. So you can see how those, how those ranges like that the, the gap becomes much, much closer. Let's talk about ferritin range. So this is your, the ferritin range is your iron storage. If you go to a pathological doctor and they look at your ferritin, like which is your iron storage, and they look at those numbers, their ranges could be like 20 to 300. Like it could be like so wide. And so you could be like, oh, she's at a 25. And they're like, oh, your iron storage is fine. But your the range is so wide. Well, for ferritin storage levels, you actually want that closer to 70 to 100. And that's sort of where you want to hang out. Now, some people, just remember, individuality. Some people will feel better if it's high, a little higher. And some people will feel better if it's a little bit lower. Here's another kicker. I just found this out the other day because I was talking to a peer about uh, mold toxicity. And she said that she, she works with clients very similar to me. Um, and she said that she she had been getting a lot of clients with mold toxicity. And I was like, oh, like, how are you testing that to like find out? And she said, actually, a marker that will tell you that you may have mold exposure and toxicity is if your ferritin levels are way high. And I was like, how high? And she goes, well, she's been seeing clients with ferritin levels at two to 300 range. And I was like, oh my gosh. And she said, so what happens is, so there's other panels that you have to consider. And I was like, okay, so what are, hap what are happening? What's happening with the other ranges? And she said, the other ranges are fine. It's only the ferritin levels that are high because usually when, fer when those levels are high, we think hemochromatosis. But if your other levels in your iron panel are fine, but your ferritin levels are super, super high, that's a sign of mold toxicity. So then you got to test for mold. And sure enough, she's like, everybody came back with mold toxicity. It's, it's, it's a biological reaction in the, in the body. Like it's, it's the whole thing. It's just a connection. You got to know these things. And then you know, your T4, your free T4, your free T3, those are things that need to be checked when you are getting your thyroid done. And unfortunately, these are things that a lot of doctors don't check. Um, but your um, free T4 is your inactive thyroid hormone that, that converts into free T3. And your free T3 is your active thyroid hormone. And that is the main feeder to your metabolism. And these are things that are connected to your liver and your cholesterol. And your LDL levels being high uh, can be a reason for your, um, your thyroid levels being off can actually like spike your LDL levels up. And you're like, wait, why, why do I have an LDL, like a cholesterol problem? It's actually connected to your thyroid. Cortisol as well. So those are things that are connected. And so the conversion of free T4 and free T3 uh, up to like 60% of that like happens in your liver. So if your liver's not functioning very well, that you may have a conversion problem. And then the other thing that you need to know is TPO and TGAB antibodies need to be checked to see if 
Oh, if or not you have Hashimoto's. And if you have Hashimoto's, hear me out when I tell you this. You can't just go on medication. And, and if a doctor, like I had a, I had a doctor or a, uh, someone tell me this, they said, oh yeah, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's. Um, and a doctor just gave me medication. I'm like, why? And they're like, well, he said for my thyroid, I'm like, oh, like Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disease that has to do with your immune system. Just the, the, uh, medication isn't going to fix the problem. And then I had someone else tell me that she had positive antibodies for Hashimoto's, but her doctor told her that it doesn't affect her thyroid or it doesn't really matter until her levels are at a certain point. I'm like, that's just not true. Like if you either have Hashimoto's or you don't, no matter where your levels are at. And if, even if the numbers are, are low and you're like not super high with your antibodies, it still is present. And one of the things to remember is those antibodies can fluctuate depending on what's going on in your life. Are you applying a lot of chemicals onto your body? Are you inhaling a lot of chemicals? Are you under a lot of stress? Are you sleeping? Like all of those things. Um, and the antibody levels can go up or down depending on what's going on over here environmentally. So the day that you test your antibodies, they could be at a 50, but then like two days later, they could be at a hundred because of like what's going on, but it is good to monitor like where they're at. So I, uh, my antibody levels um, usually hang out around a hundred and I've never really seen them come down much and I've never really seen them go up much, no matter when I tested them. That's kind of like where they hang out. And I'm able to manage like my symptoms much better than I used to. And, but yet the numbers don't change much. And then someone else, my peer told me the other day, she said she actually feels better when, when her antibody levels are at a 60, but she also doesn't have a thyroid and she has a lot of like other things going on. So she's taking other things and has a lot more considerations of other things as well. So again, very, very individual and very, very important to know these things and understand these things. And now you know, and now you can see, and now you can feel that it's not just a one lens view and it's not just one thing to consider. It's an entire system to consider here. So with that being said, Unfortunately, we have to go to our next break here. And I feel like I have another hour of content to share with you guys. But you know what? We keep it simple here. And I'm going to share as much as we can, as I can, in after the last break here. What I am going to share with you before we leave here today is I'm going to share some things that you need to start doing and that you can start doing. If, if you know that you have Hashimoto's or hypothyroidism, or if you don't know, what do you need to do to start taking control of your life? We've already shattered a little bit of that, but I'm going to give you some more steps for that. So don't go anywhere. I'm Lizzie Ann's your host on the I'm Not Fine show on the Inspired Choices Network. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies, 
tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. All right. We are back for our last portion of this show today. And I hope that this has been incredibly helpful for you guys. And you got some answers, you got some insight and information on things that you can do. And by the way, if you are listening to this, whatever platform it is, I, I want to invite you to go leave a review. Let me know how this is helping you, what you're liking. And if you have any topics you want me to talk about, email me. Like Email me and let me know and say, hey, I would love for you to uh, chat about this on your show. I'm really, really curious, like, you know, what you have to share about it. Whatever the case may be, we keep it pretty simple and understanding here. And I want to help you guys as much as possible. So, but I don't take less than a five-star review. So if you're going to like put a review down, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> I'm not high maintenance. I just know what I like. Um, next week's show, we're, I'm going to be interviewing my friend Britt McGon. And we are going to be talking about body wisdom. And she went from like being fully focused on like physique and how she looks and CrossFit and all those things to having to shift, which I think eventually we all do this. We shift from uh, the physique part of things to longevity. And um, that's what I'm going to be interviewing her for next week. So you're not going to want to miss that one. She's a registered dietitian, works in the fitness industry as well. So very, very um, uh, important. Oh, one last thing. Um, I actually co-wrote a book uh, with Inspired Choices Network, a bunch of other uh of the host of Inspired Choices Network, and it's called Light from the Shadows, Enriching the Lives of Others. And you can grab a copy of yours um, on Amazon today. And I'm in the book. It's real cool. I'm on the cover with everybody else. So real quick, before we have to go, we have about five minutes left here. Um, so here are some things that you need to do. Like I talked about advocating for yourself and what you need to do and take control of things. Um, but I want you to think about what are your day-to-days? Okay. What are you fueling and nourishing your body? You got to get protein in. You got to get fiber in. Get protein, get fiber. I actually have something called the Foundations of Health. And you can find it in my bios. You can find it. Um, I don't think I have it in the show notes yet. I probably need to get that in the show notes. Um, but it's called the Foundations of Health. And I walk you through the nutrition, the sleep, the exercise. And um, you actually get a three-month training program with it. But I'm going to start you out and just teach you, like, this is the foundation, no matter where you're at. And we keep it super simple. And if you are someone that's like, I don't even know where to start, that's where you need to start. It's called the Foundations of Health. And you can find it on my site or in my, in my link tree in Instagram and TikTok. Go find it there. 
grab it and get started there because I teach you all of those things. And then the other thing that I, I want you to start considering, please, please, please start considering what you're putting on your skin. What you put on your skin matters so much. I literally talked to someone the other day that said she was having infertility problems and she started, she started to change like what she was eating, number one. But number two, she also started to change what she was putting on your skin because remember, your skin's your biggest organ externally. And whatever you put on your skin, your body still has to detox and methylate through the liver, your organs, it affects your endocrine system. And so there are women that have literally just changed the types of products that they're putting onto their skin and they became fertile again. And they got pregnant because they weren't constantly, the average woman applies over 200 chemicals on their body every single day. And I believe that is why so many women are having thyroid and hormone issues and endocrine issues, which is that. And so please, please, please consider changing out whatever products you are using if you're not already using natural products and change out what you're using and switch to something that is much more natural. I actually have a brand called Miss Commando. You can go to misscommando.com, also linked in, in my uh, bios and profiles and stuff. But we sell non-toxic skin products. We sell non-toxic goat soaps, uh, goat lotions, and shea butters. And the amount of people that are just like flooding to this product is amazing. And then our returning customer rate is super high because once people start using it, we have people that are using it for very, very specific skin issues like diabetic dry skin, hypothyroidism dry skin, eczema, rosacea, psoriasis, those kind of hormonal acne. And they started using our products and within a week or two, like their skin's cleared up. And they're like, I'm never stopping using this. And it's because we're not adding in those chemicals and their toxic, these toxins that are clogging your, your skin and your lymphatic system. It's incredibly powerful. So please consider doing that as well, because that is part of the picture. It's not enough to just focus on what you're putting into your body. It's important that you focus on what you put onto your body as well. It all matters. So that's something that I want you to consider as well. Get your hydration in, get your sleep in. And please, at the end of the day, you need to know how to advocate for yourself. And if you don't know how to advocate for yourself yet, the part of that problem is not being educated. So you need to work with someone that can educate you properly so that you then can be the badass that you want and need to be and be educated when you need to go see a doctor. So learn how to advocate for yourself. Take control of your health today. Do what you can and then get the help that you need in order to go to that next stage. I'm Lizzie Enns, your host on the I'm Not Fine Show. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine Show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.